Yep. Behind home plate, we bringing it to them all day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Eight weeks of no sports now on your uh, favorite coronavirus sports podcast. Does it feel to you, Josh, longer or shorter than that eight weeks? You, I mean... I or does it feel like it, eight weeks? It feels like it is still March. Mm. Like the fact that it's May, it doesn't feel like May. It's, it feels like it feels like life was put on pause eight weeks ago, and we're all just waiting for it to restart again. Yeah, I remember thinking as we were going through March that this is the longest month in the history of months. It's weird how time feels. But then April, I felt like it, it was April for like a day. Right, and then like, it, all of a sudden it was May. It. Yeah, yeah, it felt like that. Um, so it's been, and I don't know why exactly that that is, but it's just been. Yeah, it's been weird. The only thing keeping me going on like kind of a date and focus on uh, getting to the end is the fact that you know we're building that house, so yeah. we're crammed in a tiny house now, which really sucks for coronavirus when you're not supposed to be going out and stuff. And I don't think my kids have left the house in eight weeks. And so the only thing that's keeping us is like we're getting closer to that house. And I think the, by the end of June, we're supposed to move into that house and I can move out of my closet and into a real studio or an office at least to be my studio. So it's stuff like that where it's like I know the weeks are going by because that house changes and it's yeah. coming together. Yeah. So for me, it's bottles of whiskey and boy meets world and hot pockets. And for you, it's that house, whatever it takes to uh, keep right. us. Now, focused. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to work and still working through all of this, but every day seems like it's the same day. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, same for me. Um, though, of course, my work is a little bit different than right. your work. We, uh-huh. uh, we did get some nice reviews through this yeah. time. So that, that was exciting to see people leaving new reviews up on iTunes. We always appreciate that. Yeah, when there's actual baseball going on and we're talking about baseball, we don't get any reviews. Now that sports is shut down and we get reviews, but, I don't know what's up with that. I, you know what? You got, everyone's got time on their hands right now. We all have time yeah. on our hands. So go on over to iTunes and leave a re- review like this one from Strosi that says, Pumped, five stars. Coronavirus has created a lot new of new opportunities for me. These include finding new ways to work out, search for toilet paper, and keep a toddler entertained. And, of course, kill some time. Since I'm missing some baseball, and especially my Orioles, I made a Google search of Baltimore Orioles podcast. Lo and behold, I stumbled upon this magnus o- magnum opus. Uh, pure happiness to my ears. The topics are great, and back and forth is great. And, of course, the passion they have for the O's is what helps drive this podcast. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. See you in section 335. 
I, I, what I like about this one is, all right, so this guy, we've got two new reviews, and I'll share the other one in a minute. But Yeah, I, I got a lot of problems your, with this review, but go ahead. All right, my, well, my favorite part of this review is that he just found us now during the pandemic, which means, like, he skipped the first 365 episodes of Section 336, which means he doesn't even know that Burt Rohde exists. Oh, that's fun. Well, well I was thinking you? about... Well, I was thinking he just discovered it, yet he's talking about our passion for Orioles baseball when we even haven't even had Orioles baseball to really talk about. Uh, maybe so he, if you think our passion right. is good now, just wait until there's actual Orioles baseball to talk about. Right, wait until Zach Britton gets left in the bullpen. Yeah, <laughs> some and, passion. And Magnum Opus, there's nothing uh, Magnum or Opus about this podcast. But especially, I appreciate the kind words. Especially right now during no sports. All right, we also got one from Mulwa Tweet. Found this uh, one of the best Orioles podcasts, five stars. True. That's true. Yes. Found this podcast <laughs> a few years back for someone who lives out of the who for someone who lived out of the DMV area for many years. It was great to find a weekly source of Oriole content when you don't get Masson or the local news covers other team. I'm back in the area now, but still listen to every new episode. Three thirty six is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to overall. And I'm glad they continued to put out content even while games are on hold. I love the daily 336 podcast that sprung up last season too. Hope that comes back when baseball does. So, you got thoughts on this one too? Well, if, if this is one of your favorite podcasts, you probably should listen to more podcasts. But no, I, I appreciate well, it's one the, of your favorite kind of Orioles podcasts, kind of right? Yeah. Or in general, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. This is a fun year for Orioles podcasts because, like, we see it every year. This is our seventh or eighth year. I always forget, but we see every year where new podcasts pop up. Could you yep. imagine popping up as a new podcast to cover the Orioles this year? And then, like, there's like three weeks of spring training, and it goes away. Well, and 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 in another respect, um, we got our boy um, Jimmy just started an Orioles podcast. I think there's, I think in in some respects, I feel like there's another new one too, where right. people now have more time on their hands. So now they feel more compelled to do it, though it is like getting content out there is uh, it's tough because there's not a lot of baseball content. I mean, right. there's a couple of things to talk about this week as far as a potential Orioles international signing. And we'll talk about KBO. So we'll get to those topics. Right. Um, but 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 yeah, like on the one hand, you have more time to do it. But on the other hand, it's a little bit more challenging with not baseball here. Yeah, yeah, and he mentions that person mentions the three three six daily. I stopped doing those because it's too it was too hard to do in this house uh, to do a daily podcast in a crammed in a closet that I also share as my wife's office as well. So I hope to bring it, bring that back this summer, and I'm glad I don't have to do it right now by the coronavirus because all you would be getting would be daily updates of what I watched on TV the night before, mm, or the statuses of the the beaches. Over there by, by your house. Right, right. I can point out and tell you which pictures are from a beach in Jacksonville, which pictures are from a beach in California, and which beach, and whether the picture is current beaches or if it's old photos that the news is running, even though that, that dock in the background was taken out by a hurricane two years ago. I'm all up to date on, on the Jacksonville drama as the national news media tries to make us look like idiots. Yeah, I'm a fan of, I saw there was a picture yesterday on, on Twitter of like just completely snow covered people in like snow mountains 
and like they said a live look at Florida, people in snow mountains just making fun yeah. of it. And then like today there was one on New York and it was like an old Renaissance painting and they said live look at Brooklyn, New York. So it's about having some fun with all these doctored doctored photos and well, my, it's real. My favorite was last week when uh everyone was making the big deal about peaches open and on Thursday they showed on CNN the Jacksonville beaches and people walking around on it. And on Friday, they showed the California beaches, and it was the exact same footage. So, yeah. so the joke going on the internet down here locally was, next time you go to the beach, don't wear the same clothes you wore the day before in California. Hmm. Yeah, you would think that they've shown enough wrong footage enough times that they would, I don't know, verify or double-check footage. Right. That happens all the time. Well, yeah, because they assume, like, I, I think, if anything, I've learned from the coronavirus that the media just makes things up and just has uh, like agenda, whether which either side that you're on it, the media has an agenda and they'll just push that and they don't really just cover the facts anymore. Yeah. You find, maybe this is a human thing. You find you have your own kind of biases and then everything that confirms that bias, you just assume is true and things that don't confirm your bias. You, you don't really believe. Right. And then we've gotten to a point where, yeah, you, News, this, we always talk about the 24-hour news cycle. There's no longer a 24-hour news cycle. It's a 24-hour opinion. It's news talk radio just on TV now. It's, yeah. it's what we had growing up as Rush Limbaugh, but now it's that on both sides, constantly attacking. Yeah, and it happened kind of, it didn't happen overnight, right? Like if you just watched news 20 years ago, it would be completely different. But somehow between then and now, we've gotten to, I don't, I don't know if I could identify like on like a single news show that's not just a political talking opinion show. Yeah. Like what's what's a news show anymore? Like meets the press is that? I don't even know. Like what's what's the news show? I don't. Even I don't. Know. And I'm sure I don't think there is a such thing as a news show that does maybe, not have an agenda. Maybe PBS or the BBC uh, News Hour or something. I don't know. I, don't I always know. hear NPR has a huge agenda, so I would think PBS would too. Well, I guess when you get publicly funded in there, I don't you know, know who, you know what? I would like Ken Burns to come out and, and and cover the news because I liked Ken Burns' comments this week about the Jordan doc. Did you hear Ken Burns' comments? No, but I got a I got a comment also about Jordan's politics too. But okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, we all wear sneakers. Uh, um, yeah, Ken Burns came out this week and said they asked him what he thought about the Jordan documentary. He said he will not watch it because it's not a real documentary. And he says it's not a real documentary because one of the companies in the credits for making it as a producer of it is Jumpman 23, Mm, which is Michael Jordan's company. So I am with Ken Burns on this, that if I want to get some dirt on Michael Jordan, you can't watch a show that's made by him and his company because uh, are you all caught up? You watched last night's episodes? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. So they got into his gambling issues last night a little bit, but they made it all fun and goofy and, and all, and not like the negatives and bad parts of gambling, because you're not going to get into that part in a documentary made by Jordan. I don't know. I think they were pretty clear that he was associated with some bad dudes and they, they really got on him pretty good about not supporting that African-American candidate who was running for office yeah that was in politics that was the political side yeah but 
But what I'm saying is that was a negative view of Jordan. And even like they had freaking President Obama, who everyone loves, coming out there being a little, a little bit critical of of um, of Jordan. But of course, um, Obama is the kind of guy who could like criticize and you would think it's a compliment, right? That's what, like it was kind of critical towards Jordan, but like uh, you weren't sure if it was a compliment or, or criticism. Well, it was but, a criticism that also laid it out as, hey, Jordan's a good businessman. Yeah, well, I, I think it's not even about being a good or bad businessman. Like when I heard Jordan say, like, I didn't know the guy's politics, so I didn't right. support him or one way or the other, which sounds to me like a common sense sort of thing. If you it's, don't know the guy's politics, it's also why would way, you support him just to, like... But that was also, that was the same excuse he gave for getting mixed up in gambling with bad people. Yeah. Is I didn't know what else they did. I just bet with them. Yeah, but, and, and I, I don't know, my with the documentary... I remember a lot of the stuff on the court stuff. Like I remember them playing the the the, the Utah Jazz. I, I remember a lot of the basketball games and the basketball moments. What I had forgotten or or didn't remember, and again, this is a lot of this stuff is happening um, when I'm like what ten, eleven years old. I don't remember him not talking to the media for two weeks. I don't even really right. remember all this drama about the gambling. And so for me as a viewer, uh, it's like nostalgic with all the basketball stuff. Well, it's also... The, and, but the it's also a lot of new information for me too with all the kind of off-the-court stuff. Right. But the media also at that time wasn't as overwhelming and, and uh, everywhere as it is now. Right. There wasn't Twitter. People tweet about right. it. Yeah, but it's 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 been... Uh, I don't know. But the argument that Jordan's a part of it... So it's not a documentary, though. I, I don't agree with your comment that the purpose of a documentary is just to get up dirt on a guy. No, I didn't say like that's the purpose. I said if I want to see something with showing some dirt on a guy, I'm not going to watch one created by the guy. Oh, yeah. And you said that right up. You said uh, uh, Burns didn't watch it because it's not a true documentary. Come on. Do you but, think we would all watch The Tiger King if it was created by <laughs> Carol Baskin? Oh, I think that actually might be pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah, it might be, but I wouldn't trust it. I yeah, still well, think I, she killed her husband. Yeah, um, but I, I I don't know the the gambling thing. I guess that puts him in a, in a in a in a bad light. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, you, Josh, you gamble. Yeah, I and, gamble. And do you buy the argument that like gambling ten bucks for you is the same as Michael Jordan gambling ten ten thousand bucks? Do, yeah, do you buy that I, no, argument? I do. Buy, I buy all that. And yeah. if I was in Michael Jordan's, if you and I were in Michael Jordan's position, where we are both multi billionaires. Forget about the sports. Forget about being the greatest basketball player ever. If we just had the money that Michael Jordan did and the freedom that Michael Jordan had, you and I would be betting over everything also. Sure. And I, I thought that was an epic line. I don't have a kind of gambling problem. I have a competitive problem. It's, like, yeah. I, I love that line. And it's, it's true, probably. And they, No, but that's, yeah, that's why we would be regularly gambling, because we're super competitive. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how you identify a problem, but like Michael Jordan was still rich enough when his baseball career ended to like buy was it Charlotte or something become a, a, a partial right. owner of a basketball team, and yeah. so good point. Clearly, he's not struggling for money. Uh, so clearly, ga gambling was not getting in the way of his kind of fi financial. Yeah, that's a good point. Can situation. you have a gambling I, a gambling problem? I don't think it becomes a problem until you gamble what you don't have. Yeah, if you have a billion dollars and you gamble away. I don't know, not nine hundred million dollars of it. You're, okay. you're still a freaking millionaire, yeah. So, um, right. I don't know if that becomes a problem or not. I mean, the problem is, is he? It is showed in the documentary 
even with his name on it, he was associated with some shady figures, and that's yeah, where it and that's a where I got into it. But yeah, I would feel, I feel like my gambling, I am, I would make more money betting against you tossing quarters against the wall to see who could get the quarter closest to the wall, versus putting my money into the stock market. I think the yeah. stock market's a much bigger gamble than me gambling some quarter tossing. Yeah, one one could argue they're just different forms of gambling, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, and, and if that's what you're using to associate it with, like, because he gambles on everything, the amount of stuff he got, he get, he get, get, gambles on. Well, I would put again, put that as a super competitive problem where he's just competitive yeah. with everything, and to make it worth it, let's put twenty bucks on it. Right. There was no shot of him, no videos of him gambling on horses or gambling on baseball or football. Every time yeah. they showed him gambling, it was on himself. Yeah, like flipping quarters, even dumb stuff or cards or whatever. But we've all, but all we've all been in that situation. We've all bet each other in stupid things. Yeah, I I would have a little trouble. I think morally, like taking money off a security guard, <laughs> even if it was just twenty bucks. But he had, he he wanted to take the security guards guys twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even care. Well, that was his line on the airplane when they asked him why does he want to play blackjack for one dollar. With the with the staff, when in the back of the plane they're playing for a thousand dollars, and he and his line was because I want to say that I took your money, <laughs> which yeah. is which is again goes to the super competitive. I want to say I'm the best one in here. No one can beat me at anything. Yeah, but with that said, wouldn't you want to know? Like, give me a ledger. How much money he's won? How much money he lost? I, I bet the money lost is a lot bigger than the money won. Yeah. But again, that's how gambling works. Again, it doesn't matter. We've been playing poker for like four weeks. Yeah. And I don't care if I lose money. Um, You and I both won this past week, which was fun. Yeah. First and second. But I don't care if I lose money because it's all about and it's the entertainment of gambling. I told my wife, I said, hey, I won last night. You know, I won. And I said, I won two, two, two hundred bucks. Yeah. I I sent her the money. She should have been excited. Yeah. But Emily said Emily's first response was. I don't view that as you won uh, two two hundred bucks. I view that as you won uh, sixty bucks or whatever it was. Because how much money? Adding up I've, four I've, weeks. Adding up all the money I've spent on poker to uh-huh. finally win. Yeah. yeah. How, how about you get yourself your own Venmo account? Yeah, I need to get my own Venmo account. Stop, stop, it, stop running it through your wife. That's that's lessons learned. But yeah, do you, do you want to get into? Oh, you have any other thoughts on the Jordan uh, d- documentary? Um. I liked last week with uh, I really liked it having Dennis Rodman in there because I forgot how much fun of a character Dennis Rodman was. Okay, and I, I had the opposite view, but and I ahead. wish like if Dennis Rodman was still playing basketball, I'd probably be more. I might watch the NBA more um, instead of him just going to like North Korea and all that weirdness. I enjoyed yeah. Dennis Rodman. I also am watching these old basketball games and realizing how much basketball has changed over the years. Yeah, that, that I don't like the current NBA, but I really, I really like these old games. Yeah, yeah the the physical nature of it and the just how the three point shot has completely taken over the modern game of of it. You don't yes. have people driving to the basket and the inside game like you did in the old right. The old style, yeah. I mean, I, I I I have a completely opposite take on Dennis Rodman. I find him uninteresting, kind of boring. And I think, and listen, guys, I'm aware 
that he came from a very rough background, a lot of siblings, very rough childhood grow, growing up, a lot of issues with that. With that said, I just can't, he just comes across to me as just a jerk. Like here, here you have Michael Jordan dedicated, putting the franchise on his back. You have Scottie Pippen completely underpaid. And they're showing up for work every day. Well, not Scottie Pippen, but that's a whole, whole other story. But then Dennis Rodman, just like, hey, hey, listen, I want to go to uh, Ve- Ve- Vegas for a couple of days <laughs> yeah, and leave the team. Like, what a jerk move that that is. And then but, you have to, Michael Jordan has to come to his hotel room to drag him to practice. He shows up in pajamas, and Michael's like, just be happy he's here. I mean, he's just, he's, he's kind of a jerk, though. He's not, he's not a team player. Uh, and I find is. him to be kind of a jerk. Yeah, like, I feel like we don't see guys like him in the NBA right now. Uh, that type of player right now you see in the NFL. Maybe your, your, your diva, diva wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah. Your Antonio Browns, if you will. Antonio Brown, uh, Chad Johnson, those type guys. Yeah. Where I, I, and that's what it reminds me of is that diva where he's a guy with so much talent that in, like, in order to be good at basketball, he has to go out to Vegas for a few days and blow off some steam. Like, if he but I don't just think focus... he really has to. Like, I, don't no. think, I don't believe you. No, 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 no. But, like, that's where he is mentally. But he's so talented that if yeah. he could just focus on basketball, he could be even better. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I have, I, I'm entertained by guys that kind of beat to their own drum like that. Doesn't mean I want them on my team necessarily, but they entertain me. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I don't know how much of it it's – and I'm skeptical, too, how much of it is just kind of a – a fake thing because he was normal until he started dating Madonna. Then all of a sudden he, he decided to get weird. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think people kind of play that out a little bit. And it, it's an excuse for him to be a jerk to the media and excuse right. for him to just leave the team. But remember, say, again, oh, I'm, I'm going to the beat of my own drummer. Yeah. But again, that happened in the 90s before the internet, yeah. before Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Which again, and that's all part of this backdrop too, right? Like, I feel like. Modern athletes, we know a ton about. And Michael Jordan is just not on social media. Didn't have it when he was playing. No. Just such a kind he, of behind-the-scenes guy, that, which makes Michael Jordan so much more kind of intriguing and mysterious. And oh, I just love it. I, I love Michael Jordan. I love all of this stuff I so really much. wanted to get into his baseball time. I will, right? I hope so, because I want to yeah. see a guy who's the greatest at one sport struggle at another sport. I want to see how, how he handles that. Yeah, what what are, what are your thoughts on um, jumping back and forth with time that they're doing? Going to 98, then jumping back yeah. up to the 80s I, and early 90s? doesn't bother me. I'm okay with right. it. I'm impressed with the amount of people that they got to interview and talk about this. And uh, who was on there? Charles Barkley, I think, was in the last episode talking. And he was yeah. talking about like going back and talking about <laughs> a specific game. And I get it that it was the playoffs and all, but I'm also sitting there like, this was 25 years ago. If someone came to me and said, all right, I want to interview you about something that you did 25 years ago. Yeah. Like, would I be able to remember stuff? And I yeah. guess it's got to be that it's a championship game. It's been on TV. He's watched it. So I guess it's that case. But it, it's just they, all these guys, they remember it in such detail. Well, and this is where you get into the whole – Memory thing too, right? Because like Jim Palmer can remember every pitch he's ever thrown um, in in the league. Where right. I, like I, I I I couldn't remember. I can't remember what I did yet, did yet 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 yesterday. So I think just different memories. But one of the things that I think is kind of cool too is we saw it with Larry Bird, and then as you pass Larry Bird, 
He get, played Matt Ma, 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 Magic Johnson and now Charles Barkley. All these like Hall of Fame great players. They all say the same thing. Like once they go heads to heads, heads heads up with them. Michael Jordan is the greatest. Larry, right. Larry Bird said Michael Jordan is the greatest. Then Magic Johnson said he's the greatest. Then Barkley said, you know, and he said whatever it was. Like even on my best day, Michael Jordan was better than me. Now, so now you cool. know um, Isaiah Thomas. He Except was, for Isaiah Thomas, he didn't Isaiah say that, Thomas yeah. tweeted out the other day, Michael Jordan was probably the fourth greatest basketball player I ever played against, and he yeah. put he put Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and uh, uh, who am I blanking on? Who's the third Ka- one? Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it just cracked me up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's and that's and that's again another thing I love about this, this documentary. I love that it didn't dap up after the game. I love that there's still hatred there. Right. Sometimes, like we complain about sometimes too much. Like t- in today's game, there's too much fraternization between the players. Yeah. CC Sabathi has a podcast that all the baseball players come on. Like I don't know. I don't want an Oriole going on the CC Sabathia podcast. Right. Uh, like I, I want there to be some some anger, some animosity there. Right. And. Because that's how and, we are. We still have yeah. anger. Right. Yeah, and, and you get that sometimes. Like, there's been, you know, this great Raven-Steelers thing in the past um, where there was clear hatred there. But I want to see that in sports. I want to see teams not yeah. like each other. It's been like 20 years, and you still hate Faith Baptist softball. Absolutely. I still remember yeah. that shortstop with that mustache. Absolutely. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying the documentary, even though I thought people were making too big of a deal about it. But I get what? it. But it's the it's partially is the coronavirus, and everyone's making too big of a deal of anything. Yeah, I mean, it's the same reason that the draft was the huge thing that that yeah. it was. Um, the documentary, I think, would be a good documentary. But there's a lot of good sports documentaries. I don't know where this is going to rank as far as sports documentaries go. Um, but yeah, without anything else, yeah, everyone's watching. I, I I mean, it's I. There's never been a situation. Where a documentary was can't miss tel- tel- television for me. Um, like the thirty for thirties were cool, but I would be okay watching them on 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 on, uh, on demand or on, on a replay. But like I want to watch the Michael Jordan documentary live every single time. Sure. I'm not even tweeting about it. I just want to. I want to be there to see it. Gotcha. But that's also because there's not an Oriole game on or something to watch. Oh no, absolutely. That's absolutely true. Um, I tell you what, uh, th- this week I, you know, the weather's getting warmer out here. It's finally stopped raining. Um, I I'm missing more than more than I thought I would because I always just whine and complain about the drive to Baltimore and parking and all this stuff, um, and getting home late. Um, I'm missing going to games. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm about to deactivate my Facebook account simply because okay. every time I go on Facebook, the top thing is your memory, and it's always a picture at Camden Yards. Mm. It's always a different picture, and I'm like, man, I spent a lot of time at baseball games before all this. Yeah, and I'm it's getting true. tired of tired of being reminded of it. But hey, there is live baseball coming to ESPN starting tonight. There is. Yeah. Uh, the, what What do you know, Josh, about the KBO? I know that the games are broadcasting at 1 a.m. and 5:30 a.m. So I'm not sure if I'll watch any. I can make the 5.30 a.m. Silas is getting up at 5.45, so I'll be good. I'm thinking to set my alarm to catch some of the morning game. Um, um, the Tyler Wilson, former Oriole, is, it pl- yes. plays on the, what, in the LT on Twins the or something. LG Twins. Yeah. I don't know what LG stands it's, for, but he's on the Twins. 
Okay. I know that at 1 a.m. tonight, the NC Dinos are versus the Samsung Lions. I know that. I don't know who plays at uh, 5.30, but yeah. I know that's the kickoff game. And uh, I, like, I, I do like a team named the Dinos, and I like the team name Samsung Lions, because that reminds me of like basketball-type movies or something where it'd be like, where you name it all after brand names, like a soccer yeah. team. Yeah. Um, Josh, do you think this would be pop- popular? Do you think people will watch this? I think it would be if it wasn't 1 a.m. and 5.30. I think it's still going to be pretty popular because we are desperate for sports. I hope they are replaying it at normal times. But I, if I didn't have to work tomorrow, I would stay up until 1 a.m. tonight to watch this game. Would you? Yeah, would you? I mean, I'm kind of desperate to watch baseball. That, but I hate... Here's the thing. I'm desperate to watch baseball. I am not going to go back and watch old games. But you yeah. give me a live game by some random teams, and I'll watch it. Yeah, and I I'll, and I'll even bet on too. it. Give me a week, yeah. and I'll bet on it. Yeah, I might bet on it, too. I can't bet on random things. I would have to know something about the teams or That's players. That's what I'm saying. Give me a week so but, I get to know these teams. I have to pick one out. Right now, yeah. I'm leaning towards these NC Dinos, because I, like I, I got to look up their jerseys, though. But, uh, yeah, I'm all I for mean, something. Yeah, I might watch it. I, I mean, I normally stay up now till like, 12. So it's not that much more. You know, the, I was thinking about this. The, the, um, this is a boon for, for KBO. Like, this yes. is like, good for them, right? Like, hopefully their players are allergic up or something. But this is, I'm sure, like, ES, I mean, ESPN paid them some money to, to be able to, to play their games. So good for the KBO. And since they're like the only game going, and we have, this is good for Korean baseball. Right. And ESPN is doing it with American broadcasters. Right. So, which, which is important. Because that's the only way we're going to learn. Yeah, and like like ESPN guys, like guys right. who do Sunday night baseball and stuff, right? Like <laughs> guys the, who are also main desperate guys. to call games. Yeah, but so. they're not going to Korea, right? Or are they going to Korea? I don't. You want are they have, doing it from their? I assume they're doing it from their homes. Whatever. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to go there. Because I mean, come on, we could if we had an Oriole game on, we could do a broadcast this way. But it's not like they have no. Like, if they went to Korea, like, they can stay there for a month because there's nothing going on here that they need to be for. Right. right? Yeah, you're right. All right, the, there are 10 teams in the KBO. Oh, good. All right. I can handle 10 teams. You've got the Doosan Bears, the Kia Tigers, the LG Twins, the Lodi, Lodi Giants, the Samsung Lions, the KT Wiz, the NC Dinos, and the Kiwam Heroes. Oh, and then the Hanwha Eagles and the SK Wyverns? W, uh, SK? W? As, as like SK Hot Dogs? It's not SK Hot Dogs. The letter okay. F, the letter K. Okay. A Wyverns, which is W-Y-V-E-R-N-S. Um, uh, Josh, are we going to turn into a KBO podcast here? I uh, maybe we'll consider it. It depends. <laughs> uh, if we are at 16 weeks of this, then maybe. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. They play normally play 144 games uh, schedule. Obviously, I would assume they're shortening that this year. The, the Deuce and Bears are the dominant team. Is is that where? Uh, where's what team is? Uh, uh, our guy. 
Tyler Wilson? No, 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 no. The guy with the walk-up song that the Orioles had. Oh, Hyunsu Kim? Hyunsu Kim, yeah. Isn't he in the KBO? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Because he's Korean. I, will, I don't know. You yeah. can Google him real quick. He, see, see oh, he's he playing. plays on the LG Twins. I think the LG Twins might be my team. Where they with uh what's his name the pitcher, Orioles pitcher and they got him Tyler up there. Wilson. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's root for the Twins. Plus, LG makes pretty good TVs and refrigerators and whatever else they make. Hey, I I, I googled his name too. Do, do do you know how much he's um he's making over there for the LG Twins? I know he made two point eight million when he was here, so I don't know. He signed a four year deal in two thousand seventeen. For $10 million, $10.7 million. It's a pretty nice contract That's right nice there. That's a nice contract. All right. I got to look up the LG Twins and ESPN, find out when their game is. Yeah. So that will be our team. Yep. We are going to be a Twins, guys. Yeah. Google sucks. It's giving me the Minnesota Twins schedule. Mm. Get uh, up, to, up to date with times, Google. Uh, the, yeah. There's no such thing as those Twins anymore. Basically, baseball's out. KBO's in. Get all right, with I, it. All right. Maybe I won't be a Twins fan just because of the confusion. I like maybe I, I might go back to the uh, Dinos because we don't have a Dino team in America. Yeah, for Googling purposes, it'd be easier to follow. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got you. So it hey. looks like it's 1 a.m. tonight is, there, is opening day. But all I right. can't tell if it's on. Oh, no. All right. Wednesday, May 6th at 5.30 in the morning, the Deuce and Bears play the LG Twins. Okay. Wednesday, 5.30? Yeah. Hey, I can make that. I'm going to yeah. watch that game. I, I think I can too. But I, again, uh, to, tonight at 1 a.m. is the Dinos and versus the Lions, and I might get on the Dinos just to stop confusion. Okay. The Dinos and Twins play Saturday at 4 a.m. Hopefully that one's going to be on ESPN as well. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of success this has. And, but right. we're certainly desperate for baseball here. Also, isn't the is the KBO the ones that are putting the cardboard cutouts in the fans stands? I, I thought like that, that was in or Taiwan. Was that, okay, was that Taiwan? I or thought it was Japan, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, all right. Well, either way, we're gonna give it a let's each give it a try this week. All right, we'll give it a try and we'll talk about it next week. Right, because we hey, got. Speak... Go ahead. Where, where are you going with this? Well, international signings. I'm going to get the Orioles uh, oh, okay. uh, likely to sign an international signing. All right. I was going to go to spring training. We got, we got some uh, projected dates again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, is this the Trevor, Tra- Trevor Plouffe? Yeah, Trevor Plouffe. Yeah. yeah. yeah I call fake news on this. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, he says he's here on June 10th for spring training, too. And July 1st for opening day, and all teams play in their home parks without fans. So, I like that any talk of baseball coming back, I like. And I like that they're going to play in their own stadiums. I like the comment. I saw that tweet, and I scrolled down, and someone commented, if all the teams are playing at their home stadiums, who will they be playing? (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. That is a good one. That's true. That is a good one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's all virtual yeah maybe we show up and play them i don't know but but no i, I was gonna yeah so that's that's the they're, they're putting out there which i guess 
I don't know. I'm not. I, I assume it's not going to be broken by this. The, the, this is not going to be broken by a player. I, I assume a reporter or, or Major League Baseball come out with an announcement about it. But maybe I don't know. Well, Trevor maybe. Trevor Pluth is not a current player, right? He was, um, he's part of like that John Boy group. I thought I, he was still playing. No, no, I think he's part of like John Boy stuff, which I think oh, now okay. counts as media. Okay, because they're always. You know, that's the thing that's like the pitching ninja and stuff, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he's part of that. Yeah. No, but I want to get to the Orioles are projected to sign a top 30 international prospect. Oh, the tall kid. Is that – well, he has a name. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, I was hoping you would say it. I don't but have it in front of I, me. You're going to have to go with it. His last name's Hernandez. I think the first name is pronounced McCoy. Um. McCoy or McCoy Hernandez. Um, he's a shortstop, six foot three, sixteen years old. Um, so a lot of people are excited. I mean, I listen. This is he's ranks number twenty nine, kind of in the top thirty prospects um, as far as the guys to be signed internationally. So I, I mean, it's exciting that we're that the people are projecting that we will sign a guy in the top thirty. On the other hand. Like, I mean, I get why people are excited because we haven't signed any international guys, it feels like, in a long time. Certainly no top international prospects in a while. But on the other hand, um, there's 30 teams, and we signed the number 29 guy. So how excited am I supposed to be when there's 30 teams that we signed the number 29 guy? Yeah, that's that's not so good. Now, now I get that, like, the Tampa Bay Rays and some other teams – have signed multiple guys in the top 30. Right. Um, and I get, like, for not doing anything, at least this shows that we're now getting involved in international signings more. And so it's good that we signed the top 20, 29 guy. It's just, I still find it really weird and bizarre that on he's, seven, he's um, 16 years old. And on the top 30 list, there's one, two, three, four, Five guys, four or five guys. I'm gonna skip one. Who are 15 years old? How are you gonna tell when you're? These people can't tell if a college player is good enough to play in baseball, in professional baseball. Right. They miss so often the first round with college players. How are you gonna tell if a 15 year old or 16 year old is good enough to play? I still find this bizarre. It's the it's the difference in baseball draft versus uh, the NFL draft. The NFL draft is a big deal because those players that you drafted are gonna play in three, four months. Right. They're going to play in September. You do not see that in the Major League Baseball where these most of the guys that get drafted never make it to the big league teams, which is why like, it's weird that baseball is also at the same time talking about like closing up shop on minor league teams and going to less minor leaguers. Which, what does that do when you're signing 15, 16-year-old kids? How do you handle all that? Well, I'll tell you what, this Hernandez kid, if we sign him um, this year, maybe, maybe in four years, you can go watch him at at Aberdeen or something. You can go watch him at Delmarva maybe in four years. Like, so even when we sign these guys, it's just, it's hard for me. It's so like the percentage chance, I know like international signings are important and you need to do it. But like, also, Hernandez is a is a, a guy. 
I remember we got excited because Homar Reyes, like several years ago, was an exciting prospect that we signed, you know, when he was really young. But like the chance of him getting to the majors, and like you just got to forget about Hernandez for like five years before he becomes even a prospect. Like he's five years away from being a prospect if he turns out. So the, I mean, it's just, it's so far removed from the Orioles right now. Like, think about it. If he really becomes a contributor to, to, to this team, it's going to be in 2030. Like, it's just, right. it's so far off. It's almost silly to even think about. So, I don't know. And I, I have issues with, like, it seems, like, there also seems to be something, like, morally and ethically that's always bothered me with scooping in to 15-year-old kids and 16-year-old kids and signing on these contracts. I mean, they're doing All of it's th- weird to me. They're doing the same thing in America, too. Where they're the scouts are out and checking you out, checking out high school kids and signing. But they're not signing them at sixteen. No, but they are. They, they're making sure we're on a first name basis. And yeah, but then they, they go to families. A, but and, then there's like a draft. Yeah, and there's a draft. There's slotted money for the draft, and like right. there's well, some yeah. type, yes, type of order here and process. And I know they have like international signing money, which keeps you know the Yankees or Dodgers from signing everybody. But right. That's still weird to me. But, but hey, good news. The Orioles are active in signing 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds. So that's, that's good news, I guess. Right. Yeah. It means we'll be right. have some up here eventually. I would like to win faster than that. And you're right. Six foot three uh, for 16 years old, that's a pretty big kid. Yeah. Like, I Shortstop. feel like lots of people hit their growth spurts around 17. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he adds more. Yeah, that's true. Um, is there like a rule that you can't start signing guys till they're 15 or uh, 16? I don't know. I would hope you want them to hit at least a little bit of puberty. I don't know. Maybe you have a – can you sign a guy when he's like two? If, the, if his dad was a really good player, maybe his mom is athletic. Sign, maybe. sign him at the age of three. Yeah, that's how Billy Ripken came to the Orioles. Yeah. Or, or maybe his cow's son. Isn't that how he got kicked out of uh, – South Korea or something before. Yeah, I don't remember how we. I don't remember why we got kicked out of South Korea. I think it was pursuing like fifteen-year-old boys. I think that's what it was. Okay. And like there was an age you limit know, that we didn't respect. You can only go after little boys in in America. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're at least you need a permit. I think we were doing it without a permit or something. Some type of permit to check out little yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah. I think there's the stuff like that. Yeah. All right, so that's that's the Orioles news. Uh, so good news on the yeah. Orioles front. Yeah, on the uh, Orioles news, that's baseball news. Yeah, I mean, the, the KBO is the big baseball news. No updates on, I mean, maybe the update, if you believe, Trevor Plouffe, I don't. Um, and was that, did, did Trevor Plouffe clarify if that was for the proposed three divisions, the East? No, I, I mean, know. he said everyone's, I, I think, I don't know. I assume if you're playing in your own Stadiums, oh, then you could just then go with the normal, normal stuff, right? Yeah, it's true. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's true. So, yeah. All right, fine. Hopefully, yeah. there'll be um, more updates on that next week. All right, and I, yeah, <laughs> and someone just someone just reminded me on Twitter that I do have a DVR, so I can record that game at one a.m. and then watch it later. I don't yeah. think I've recorded anything in a long time, but I do have a DVR, so I will do that actually. But but, but Josh, I don't have ESPN, so. You're, but you're not a fan of, and I'm sure like on the ESPN like app you could pull it up. You're right, but yes, sports are like a live thing. You're right, especially yeah. Uh, I want live things where I because you always criticize me because I would often watch oral games later, um, waiting right. 
but and that's the whole reason I won't watch old games and stuff. Is yeah, it's got to be live. Yeah, there's something cool about watching but sports live. I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna tune on over to 1057's social media and watch the show being played by a computer. Uh, which must be this is just the cheapest programming ever because when I you would think you'd have real announcers or real people playing the game, but no, it's just a computer playing with the computer announcers. And I oh, do, really? I will not watch that. Yeah, I don't know when like MLB the show I feel like isn't even that popular amongst baseball fans even to play. Like it's somewhat popular, but not like super popular. So I, I don't know who the audience is for these these things. Right, right. I mean, if you can, I get it. If I go over to like my bookie and they've got the game playing up top, and you can bet as you're watching it, I get that a little bit. I don't even get that, but okay. Well, I get it because you're betting for a computer game. Yeah, I get it because you're betting. But like I, okay. but yeah, I don't like to watch. I'm not into esports or any of that stuff. But at least I understand esports. There's someone playing. Yeah, it's not or like when when thing. Dwight Smith Jr. was playing and putting a good performance for the Orioles, right? Like I like I get that. Yeah. But... So, yeah. Uh, Josh, do you have some? Uh, we want to g- give people some recommendations. I oh, mean, yeah. outside of listen to our podcast. Yeah, my recommendation is head on over to iTunes and write a review for our podcast. Yeah. No, I thought it would be fun if we started adding some recommendations because that's kind of what you talk about now when you go to work or. Talk to people. It's like, well, how? Are, what are you doing to pass the time? Yeah, I just um, talk to myself. So, what do I talk to myself about? Yeah, this is good. Yeah. I uh, I put in a lot of TV time this weekend. Okay, good for you. I uh, Mandy and I finished the Ozarks. We're nice. All up on the Ozarks. No spoilers. I'm about halfway through. You know what bothers me about the Ozarks? What's that? Is it's dark. Wendy. Well, no. Is it? I. It's dark. Not like a dark, like depressing. It's dark. Like there's a blue filter on every shot so it's everything looks a little like just dark oh, i haven't dark. noticed that but maybe that's maybe that happens more in the later episodes i, I haven't don't really know. noticed that yeah it's like the, or it's like they always take place in the woods and stuff it's like yeah. or it's like not sharp and not bright okay but um and then mandy and i watched the show called a new show on amazon called upload which is made by the guy who created the office and parks and rec oh did you watch the Parks and Rec little reunion thing last week? I did not, no. Okay, if you're a Parks and Rec fan, they did a really good job for doing a show on Zoom. Okay. But uh, on there, there was an advertisement for this show called Upload on Amazon. So Mandy and I binged the entire 10-episode series of the comedy this weekend, and it's not bad. It's pretty good. Had a few laughs in it. All right. So that's my recommendations are those two, these two TV shows. How about right. you? What is, what's been keeping you busy? Um, I'm going to recommend a book, uh, a short, a novella, a short book, a classic of literature. Oh, um, good because this that would be fitting because is it, it is aren't we dealing with a novella virus too? Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, no, this is not a novel. Uh, this is a no, novella. Um, but Fran Kafka's *Metamorphosis*. Um, which I reread, and I think it's really appropriate in this coronavirus time because it's about a guy who t- gets turned into a bug and can't leave his room. Um, and so I think this is h- appropriate for this time when we're kind of stuck in our houses, and maybe we feel a little bit less than human because we can't have our human experiences of going to work. 
Um, and so I think Metamorphosis is a really thought-provoking. If you haven't read Kafka, all of Kafka stuff, stuff is thought-provoking. Um, but I think this is, and it's it's like 70 pages, so you could read it just in one or two, two sit, sit, settings. Um, there's even, what's the, there's a good podcast telling of it, like someone reads it. Um, I forget the podcast. There's so many story podcasts out there. Right. Uh, but I, I listen to some of them. But it there's... does not appear to be on Audible. Oh, really? But, yeah. And it's public domain. Cause, so you can just Google it and find a PDF for oh, free. Okay. Um, oh, but it's on the Classic Tales podcast. The guy does a really good job gotcha. of reading uh, Metamorphosis. Is this one more like the fly episode of Breaking Bad? Where they just spend an hour chasing a fly? Or is this more like the Asian murder hornets that are going to kill us if you go outside to get away from the coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. J- just when you think you can leave your homes because we're opening back up, the killer hornets come. Um, no, it's actually, it's really, it's, it's, it's the depressing. Yeah, I hope, let's just say this. I hope how metamorphosis ends is not, will not be the same way this pa- pandemic ends. I hope there's a brighter ending for us. And the Breaking Bad reference, I don't. I've never seen the show Breaking oh, Bad. Oh yeah, I thought you watched Breaking Bad. That was the Fly episode no. is one of the worst episodes of Breaking Bad. You know how sometimes shows have like a filler episode where the story doesn't progress at all. Like, like the time Seinfeld was stuck in a Chinese restaurant the whole episode. Ah, uh, but how about well, Seinfeld doesn't really work because the episodes don't really correlate a whole lot. That's how they all are. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I was going to say it was good to see Seinfeld in the Jordan documentary too. By the way, yeah, sure, whatever. I'd rather see Seinfeld, <laughs> I'd rather see Seinfeld doing Seinfeld stuff. I know he does have a new uh, stand up coming to Netflix soon. Oh, oh, he does. Yeah, and I'm I hoping just... that means Netflix is getting like the Seinfeld series because I don't know how you stream them right now. Hulu, Hulu. I don't. Yeah. Pay, I don't pay for Hulu. You, you pay, don't pay for Hulu? No, you pay for Hulu. Absolutely. That's where you watch The Handmaid's Tale. Hulu. Um, what Handmaid's Tale was like Showtime or HBO or something? Oh no, it's Hulu. That's when we started. Well, that's when we got it for oh. Hulu. For, for Hulu, but they have a, a deal where you get ESPN, Hulu, and and uh, Disney. App. Yeah, for like fifteen bucks. I don't know what it, what it, whatever it yeah. was, but but that's what we got: Disney, Hulu, Hulu and uh, ESPN. The, Hulu is at the bottom of my list of streaming services. They also have um, what do I watch on there? Um, Cur- Cur- Curious George I watch on there with Silas um, they have HBO shows now too so I was watching Sil- Silicon Valley on there um, on Hulu because they got HBO oh, shows Okay. and Future Man I haven't seen the newest season but Future Man was a good show that show made me laugh uh, okay no I think I but you're right it is the bottom of the list it's of the bottom it's, it's the bottom yeah. and like Hulu's got to be going away right because like HBO has their new streaming thing coming out in a few weeks NBC has theirs coming out in like July. Like, what's going to be left on Hulu? Just Handmaid's Tale and uh, Seinfeld. Do they have more original shows? Yeah, they got a ton of original shows. I mean, I haven't watched any but, of them. Okay, <laughs> so but they, they got they got one that's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they got other good ones. Uh, All right, so your your recommendation this week is your uh, Metamorphosis book me- and Metamorphosis, yeah, Metamorphosis and Hulu. Well, I don't recommend Hulu. I mean, until the new season of Handmaid's, because you, maybe you can get the free trial when the new season of Handmaid's Tale comes out in August or whatever. Yeah, I don't think there's any Hulu shows I've watched. So, okay. Yeah. But they also have Seinfeld on there, too. Uh, well, I like that. I like Seinfeld. 
Oh, you know what they always also have is by watching their Always Sunny. Um, right. Always Sunny Philadelphia. They have that. I think they have a deal with like FX. So they got a lot of FX shows. Okay. It's Always Sunny FX. I think it is. Um, yeah. That's it. Right, but no, I don't recommend Hulu. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure there's other ways to watch that show anyway. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But that's, but my go to, Josh, with watching TVs anyway. Is like I would is I keep on watching reruns. Like I can't make my. It's really hard for me to get watch a new show when I feel like I I know I'll be entertained by watching another episode of Seinfeld. So why don't I just watch another episode of Seinfeld where I know it'll entertain me, as opposed to taking a risk, which watching whatever show you just watched. Oh, that's something how, new, unknown. I get that. That's we we took a risk last night, and we started watching The Gentleman, which is the new Guy Ritchie movie. And all I know is there was a whole lot of talking, and I fell asleep. And I mm-hmm. thought it was like an action movie, but I fell asleep before. I saw some uh, guy get his head blown off, but that's the only action I saw. And a whole lot of talking and set up, and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. So that I took a chance and did not make it. Sorry to hear that. Did you watch, I just started watching two, just watched two episodes, a show called Succession? No. But you heard, heard about this show? No. Don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I thought it was a big deal on HBO. The show Succession. I was watching on Hulu, on the Hulu, and I thought it was supposed to be like this awesome show, and it just seemed like the production quality was poor and the acting was poor, and I was like, maybe I'm missing. Maybe am I watching the right show that people were talking about? And maybe I'm not even watching the right show that people were talking about. But I felt like the show Succession was like a big deal, like six months ago. I've never even heard of it, but it's, okay. <laughs> it was low quality. Well, I mean, it was. Yeah, I just it wasn't. I thought I was expecting this kind of. I don't know, cooler show. Like, I thought it was like that. What's that? Like, the, bil- the Billions or billions? something? Yeah, I enjoyed Billions. I watched I thought the it first was two like seasons that. of Billions. I don't know where it's yeah. at now, but I watched I've the first couple I've never seen seasons. it, but I thought it'd be like that. Even though I'd never seen Billions, I thought it'd be more like that. Yeah. Well, maybe you should watch Billions if you're looking for something like Billions. No, I'm into succession now. Even <laughs> the bad acting and the low quality, I'm still into it. Okay. Is that a yeah. new show? I think it came out last year. I think people were talking about last year. And yes, this is what Session 336 has become. I think it's supposed to be like like a Fox News kind of guy. And he owns this whole corporation, but he's he's dying. It's got a, 90, and, it's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. See, everyone's talking about it. I knew it. And like all these, all their kids are fighting to control the company. Oh, and, and they're it, all kind of rotten kids. It's got Kira Culkin in it. Kieran Culkin. Who is that? Is that Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin's little brother. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll check this crap out. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, uh, yeah. Those are two um, seasons. Oh, the two seasons? Oh, that's yeah. good to know. It's kind of weird, but. We were just talking about, since we, uh, we've got uh, Better Call Saul to catch up on, but then we were thinking of giving Westworld another shot. You watch Westworld? Oh, yeah. I watched the first season. That's how I was. I don't know. I was, I was, uh, and I got bored. I, I, I got bored I didn't love in the it. first couple. Yeah, first season was okay. I got bored in the first couple episodes of the second and i gave up that's but, one of those shows I, there's a lot of books and shows like this where i feel like the concept is so awesome yeah but it's really hard to live up the to such an awesome concept sucks. yeah yeah but i hear that season three is pretty good and that you can just skip season two and jump to season three so i think we're, we're, we might give that a try and then <laughs> i think this is i think i'm gonna steal this i think this was bert would have said this i think this is i'm, I'm stealing the quote from bert 
where it's like there's nudity in Westworld, but like they're all computers or they're all robots, so it's not real nudity. <laughs> I think that was a bird like quote right there. Line. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, <laughs> it's a weird line. Right. There's yeah. nudity, but it's robots. Yeah, but if it's robots being played by actual humans, does that count as nudity? I don't know. It's it's a gray area. And I don't it's know if there's area. anything we learn by special effects. Even if it's real people and it's nudity, is it real nudity? That's true. Who knows what real nudity looks like anymore? All right. Who knows? All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. Join your peers and write us a review on iTunes. Hey, I, uh, I wrote down to call this episode Little Boys, but now I'm thinking we should call it Real Nudity. Which, which direction do you want to go in the head in? For the record, I hate both show titles. Then give me another show title. I don't know. Can't, something about the K, KBO or... Um, all right. Overnight baseball. Baseball is back, kind of. Overnight baseball. All right. All right I'll go yes. with baseball. Sorry, listeners. No real nudity in your, in your headline tonight. No, you don't. It's false advertising. There's enough fake news out there. Yeah, but go to Rice Green iTunes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Troca. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. And go Twins. And go Dinos. LG Twins. LG Twins. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app. And then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans... By fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.